Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Amplify Yourself podcast. This is episode 20. The big 2-0, baby. Jules, how you doing today, buddy? I'm fired up, man. What a beautiful day in the fall. This is my favorite season, not just because of football, but we got a Yankees game coming up today. If they win, they're going to the ALCS. The Jets won on Sunday. New York sports is looking good, baby. Looking awesome. And somebody in this room predicted that, I think, this year, right? That's right. Yeah. Not to pat yourself on the back. Yeah. I told you, man. I I knew it. We got a young defense. You know, for the second year in a row, the Jets are the youngest football team in the NFL. And we're playing like this. Come on. Are you not fired up? Well, that's because there were so many years we, we were playing like it was Pop Warner. So I grown up. They're still young, but another. My group text with my brothers and my buddy Sean, uh, I said, wow, we're, we're playing meaningful football games in week seven, and it's awesome. Because usually we're one in six, <laughs> right? Or one in five. Then at that point, so, that's when we kind of start hoping they just keep it going so we end up with a good draft pick. The always, year. right? It's always, This time of year is always about the draft already, but not anymore. That's right. <laughs> the playoffs are in sight. I know. Ooh, I, the P word, I hope. Man, could you imagine? Yeah, if yeah, if the imagine. Jets make the, the playoffs, the podcast we shoot right before that game. Now we're talking January at this point, but... I'm going to be on another level. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be fired up. We can only hope. Oh, man. Speaking of getting fired up, uh, I wanted to talk to everybody today about the Monday-Friday test. Get fired up. The Monday-Friday test. Do you dread going to work on Monday, and are you itching to get out of work on Friday? It's a huge test for people out there, and I'm not saying you can make a drastic change overnight, but small changes can get you out of that. And if you are not loving going in on a Monday and and you are loving getting the heck out of there on a Friday, you got to start thinking to yourself, am, am I really living a great life? Am I going to look back on my life and say, yes, it was worth it because now I'm retired and I have money? It's not, it's not going to. You shouldn't have to escape from your nine to five Monday through Friday on the weekends with beer and weed or football or baseball. Those should not be your escapes. And by the way, side story, you you do have to escape from some stuff. Some things you do love, like jobs, sometimes you got to escape from it. Yeah, for sure. Like the other day, I came home from football practice and both kids were absolutely rowdy, bouncing off the wall. And I go, hey, where's mommy? They go, she's been in the bathroom for a long time. <laughs> and I, so I knock on the door. I'm like, hey, babe, you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. In fact, I'm great because I'm hiding from the kids right now. <laughs> and, <laughs> and your home. And so your tag, home. So now, yeah. Oh, my God. But- we love them, but you need to escape from them. So even if you have a great lifestyle and you're loving your life every day, you you do want to escape from some stuff. It's not always perfect. But well, I think the what the point definitely is more, is it an escape? You know, when you're looking at Friday as getting away from the work week, I mean, you can still look forward to a Friday, mm-hmm. obviously, right? You can yeah. love what you do and look forward to Friday because it's a different aspect of life. Maybe the weekends are when you do a little bit of traveling or you're going to go you know, right now in uh, the area that we live in, apple picking, pumpkin patches, yeah. you know, stuff like that are huge. So you're looking forward to doing things on the weekend. So it's okay to look forward to that. But I guess we, what I'm gathering, what you're saying really is you're escaping the Monday through Friday and you can't wait for that work week to be done just so you can kind of stress relieve in whatever way to forget about it. Yeah. If you are hanging out and let's say you get together with some friends, which we did this past Saturday. 
if you're getting together with friends and having a few beers because you're enjoying it and you're really happy about that, that's different than, well, Friday, as soon as I get out of work, I'm going to slam a six pack because Monday through Friday sucks and I'm going to celebrate not being at work. You have got to recognize if that's the lifestyle you're living, you need to make a change right now, right now. And you have bills to pay. You can't just quit your job. Most of us can't, but you can do small things on Sundays right now. What's everyone doing all day long? Watching football, one o'clock games, four o'clock games, eight thirty game, and then Monday night and Thursday nights. If your escape on Sunday is just watching football and drinking all day, think about how wonderful your life is going to be if you flip things and you start to get that side hustle going on the weekends, or you're working extra right now, kind of taking that step back like a slingshot, pull it back and then let it go. You'll rip forward. You're going to live a much better lifestyle if you start to make changes to where you're going to love Mondays. Yeah. And I think this really kind of comes off the heels of some of the past conversations that we've had where people are listening and saying, Hey, you know, I'm realizing that the number one asset in this world that I do have is my time. I want to spend it doing something that I enjoy. And how can I transition my life to where I'm still living the life that I want or leading up to get, obtain the life that I, I want or, you know, to do certain things. How can I make changes to where I'm not sacrificing that, but I'm also enjoying the ride along the way? Because ultimately, that's kind of what you're talking about. You, yeah. you know, you, you, there's people out there that do something that maybe they don't necessarily enjoy or love because the end result is a pension or, or you know, stock options, stuff like that. Yeah. But the problem is, you know, you got to be 55, 65 years old to get to that point. Mm -hmm. You know, and you could be looking at that if you're 32 years old. I mean, that's that's a whole lifetime away. <laughs> yeah. So how do you get to that now and enjoy yourself and still have the results in the end that you want? And I think that's really what you're kind of trying to bring to the foreground. Yeah. And there's a lot that we talk about that is encompassed in this, like surrounding yourself with like-minded people and, and people who are on a mission like you. And I find it hard to believe that someone who just hates his life or her life, nine to five is terrible, is hanging out with people on the weekends where people are like, man, I've I, you know, I, I buckled down, I hustled and I created this amazing lifestyle and I love Monday through Friday. And it's not, the Monday through Friday test. I told you this before it came from the commencement speech for Mandy's, um, graduation from U Albany. And the guy that said it, um, he, he talked about, you know, I, I hope you all pass the Monday Friday test. Do you want to go into work on Monday? And are you itching to get out on Friday? It's not, it, it, everyone needs a break from even the best jobs, right? We, you and I talk all the time. We love what we do, but it is right. nice to get away, right? That anniversary weekend where you turn the phone off and turn things over to the team and, and just get away from it. That's good. And it's healthy. It's needed. It's healthy. But if you're hating that nine to five, if you're dreading going in on Mondays and, and don't want to wake up, God, you got to make a change and reach out to us. We, we can talk with you. We can't guide you perfectly, but at least we can ask you questions to get the gears turning to start saying, okay, this is the lifestyle I want to be living in a year, five years, 10 years. How do I make a plan? The most important part and stick to that plan. Yeah. I think taking a, a break, whether you love something or not is always necessary because you know, that's how you appreciate it, right? What do they always say? You don't appreciate the sunshine without a thunderstorm. That's right. You know what I mean? You got to have that little bit of a breakup in there sometimes that, mm -hmm. that way, you know, when you're doing something you love, you do have that appreciation for it. But I think the big thing is that, you know, Monday through Friday versus Saturday and Sunday, it's such a huge majority of time, Yeah, you know, that yeah. you really do have to fill that Monday through Friday doing things 
that you enjoy doing things that are, are positive for you mentally, physically, whatever, you know, however you want to look at it. Um, because at the end of the day, if you look back, the majority of your life is going to be Monday through through Friday. Friday. Yeah. Right. So it's definitely something that I think, you know, people don't always do things they love because they love the life that it gives them, not necessarily what they do to get that life. And I think that the biggest balance comes from being at least in the middle on both of those things. Yeah. And there's going to be sacrifices for most people like there were for me and you at one point to actually, to get to a better place means actually working more or adding, like I said, a side hustle on Saturdays or Sundays or or in the evening. Uh, I am not an early riser. My brother is, I, I know you are, um, I'm not an early riser. I typically wake up to a wild alarm clock, which is Asher either stabbing me with a lightsaber or putting a dinosaur in my face at some point at like seven <laughs> fifteen in the morning. So at seven fifteen, I'm not up early, right? But I stay up very late and I do a lot of my work after the family goes to bed, right? And that, that for a long time, I was doing even more work, but that for a long time was my hustle. And one thing I love, a guy said on Instagram, he goes, people ask me all the time, why do you get up so early? And he said, if you were going where I'm going, you'd get up early too. That's and a good one. I, that set in. I'm like, okay, well, I'm still not going to get up early. But I, on my other side, I'm staying up late because I want to I wanna continue going where I'm going. I yeah, like where I'm and going. I think that a good point to make about that is the one thing out of a lot of the people that I've talked to, they'll say, well, hey, getting up early is better than getting up late. I try to do my side hustle in the morning because if your side hustle has anything to do with business hours, right? If you're communicating with somebody and they work nine to five or eight to four, it's really going to be hard mm-hmm. if you're if you're doing your stuff at night. But here's what I tell everybody: I do this even though I'm up early and I do stuff during the day for work while you know banks are open and other offices are open. Yeah, attorneys and everybody. Yep. Schedule everything. Yeah, you don't have to send an email out at at one o'clock in the morning. I mean, you can because it's really not going to make a difference. But you can also you can schedule that. You type your whole email up, and right next to the send, there's a little drop down that says yep. schedule send. You can type in. You know, 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., whatever. Maybe if it's a time if you work a midnight shift that you're going to be sleeping in or it's just you're going to be at your normal nine to five. So you yep. can't allocate time to your side hustle. Schedule that. I know. I don't I don't know. I'm not a big iPhone guy. You know that because I ruin every group chat. <laughs> every that I'm group, in. Yeah. The green I'm the, kills I'm me. the green. Although the, the mean green machine, you're loving that this year. But I anyway, am, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. if the, So I don't know if the iPhones can do this, but on the Androids, I can schedule all of my text messages. Okay. I, even, I even do that now. So if I'm sitting there at night and I know that, hey, I have to follow up with a client in the morning or I have to check in on attorney's approval, but maybe I'm in the firehouse the next day. And when I'm there, I I don't do anything for this, you know, my, my side hustle because I have to put all my mental energy into what I'm doing there. Wait, you're not calling attorneys in the middle of a burning building? <laughs> right. <laughs> I imagine you Reception's with the Scott pack good. on, you're on the front of the hose and you also have the line, uh, the, uh, the phone next to you. <laughs> The reception's not that good in those situations, but I schedule everything. Yeah. Even my text messages and you can set them for obscure times. That's a thing. Yeah. a generic 38 PM. Right. right? Yeah. So, you know, I might, a client might get a follow-up from me and be like, oh, wow, that's, you know, it it came in at 742 AM. So who's going to get, well, that's still scheduled. Yeah. So there are ways to overcome what might be perceived as an inability to really do things late night or after you're at, you know, out of work when business hours are closed, you know, as they say, when there's a will, there's a way. 
And if you want to try to get yourself to love your Monday through Friday, like you said, there might you might have to deal with that Monday through Friday, and then you might have to deal with some extended hours after. Mm-hmm. But that's just a means to the end to get yourself into a position where, you know, you know, we have a lot of people that that we work with that have an office job that they're trying to transition out of, and right now real estate is their side hustle, mm-hmm. but they're putting in full time hours. Yes, outside of their actual full time career, you know. And I use real estate as an example, but um, like you said. Blake does, he does all of the 518 transformed. Yeah, yeah, he does the 518 transformed. Yep. Exactly. So he, um, furniture restoration, he has a nine to five. Yeah. Right. right? And then that's his side hustle. But ultimately, not saying he does, but at one point, he might just be like, hey, this is what I want to do. Yeah, you build it for full time. You start small, you know? That's right. If if you love contracting and you love, um, you love construction, maybe you start with, doing a couple sidewalks or pour a couple patios on a weekend. And now you start to build a little bit of a bank account. You start to build a little bit of a reputation in the industry. Yeah. And you can, you can transition over. You yeah. Know? So like you said, sometimes you do have to put a little bit more on your plate to take some off and enjoy what you actually have on there. Yeah. And before you can make a big change, like I said, most people have bills to pay, right? You can't just quit your job and say, I'm going to start a side hustle because then you and your family are on the street, right? But things you can do right now, get away from the snooze button. It It is actually, it's easier than you think. It's just a mindset. Stop hitting the snooze, snooze button and get up a little earlier. I'm amazed in the morning because I dropped some off at school and, and we, you and I drive a lot for work for real estate. I'm amazed at how many people are impatient in traffic and like rushing. And yeah, maybe one of those people is like going to the hospital after a terrible call. And I, I get that, right? And stay positive. But a lot of them aren't. And they're just up late. And they're waking up late. They're hitting the snooze button too many times. And then it's like they're out the door and it's a 22 minute drive to work. And they're already, there's only seven minutes to get there. Right. So they're like all over the place. One thing I've loved doing, I don't do it if someone's behind me in traffic, but you ever start driving the speed limit? Do you know how good it feels no, on it? But I'm telling you right now, no, I've, so. uh, you know what? Here's a, here's a real question as a friend. Do you get a lot of tickets? Do you, do you get pulled over a lot or no? No, I Hold, guess those, right, are two listen, those are two different questions. Those are two different questions because you're yeah. pretty connected. I'm going to just let you answer this one and defer. Uh, all the all people right. in my life that know I me don't. from growing up, they're probably laughing. All right. I, I don't. I got pulled over when I was 16 for speeding, and I, I just I, I have never gotten a speeding ticket since. So it's you know uh, 20 plus years now of no tickets. But um, if there's no one behind you, I want you to try this because you're not rushed in the morning either. I, I, most of the time, right? Dropping the kids off and everything and going to... When you're on a road like Vly Road and all those, Albany Shaker, if no one's behind you, dude, you know how awesome it is to go 30 miles an hour in a 30, set the cruise control, windows down, music up. It feels good. <laughs> and I'm not in a rush. And for those out there, let me get back, back to my point. You're Don't, making me feel like I want to beep at you <laughs> right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Listen, a buddy you, of mine, I'm going to just tell I you wouldn't this. do it if someone's what? behind me. I go 40 and a 30. I, I'm respectful of the drivers behind me. I, I, know I grew up, a lot of my buddies were car guys. And, you know, um, I brought this up once. My buddy Mikey always had some good cars growing up. He used to have a uh, silver Audi one time. And we went all, a bunch of us. We went to Montreal when we were 18 because you're 18 and it's Montreal. Right? Yeah, you so can that's drink at 18. That's yeah. where you're going. Um, I remember we we crossed the border and I was in the passenger seat. He was driving and our buddy Dave was in the back and I, we're going. And I remember thinking, man, he is flying right now. And I'm, I look over and I'm like, dude, you're going a hundred. 
And he goes, that's a speed limit. Oh my God. Kilometers. Well, kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to be going 60. 60. <laughs> He's going 40 over on cruise oh control God. in another country at 18 years old where they probably, uh, they already didn't let one of my friends in for, you know, a different reason. But so they're oh getting, trying God. to get ready for any reason. Yeah. And I just remember, I just remember that moment. I don't know why that, when you said, <laughs> have you ever, do you ever go the speed limit? No. Cause those are the people that influenced me growing okay, up. Okay. Yeah. You're like a uh, scene from the fast and the furious, but, uh, it was, it was actually fast and happy. Yeah. You're glad to be there. No furious. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, this was probably springtime this year. I had one of my buddies pull up behind me. So I'm going 20 and a 30, right? I'm like, this is my buddy's blue truck. It's my buddy, Rob. It looked like him the whole nine. I've got this guy's beeping at me the whole nine. So I, t- I uh, get up a little further. I do hand, you know, uh, voice to text. I go, hey, Rob, it's me in front of you, idiot. And he goes, dude, I'm at work. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was some other dude. It looked just like him. And then we get to a red light. He pulls up next to me, and the guy absolutely flips me off. And I was just like, yup. <laughs> Did you give yourself a thumbs, thumbs down, down in that, yeah, in that that's situation? Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, but back to what we were saying, you know, I think that it's uh, another topic that's, that's pretty short and sweet. But the one thing that I think that would be really cool, if we can get everybody that's listening right now, to go to our Facebook page, I'm going to put a post up about if you could do anything, money wasn't an option, mm-hmm. and you could do anything in this world for your, quote, career, right? What would it be? Yeah. Are you doing what you truly want to do? Or is there something else maybe kind of out there that you would do instead, but maybe there's a reason that you chose to not do it? You know, that'd be pretty cool just to see some different ideas yeah. out there. I can tell you something that always interested me and- I'm kind of transitioned to that industry a little bit with the real estate, but I always loved architecture. I always yeah, thought like I know you've said that. in a different yeah. life, you know, I could have been an architect. I just, I love old buildings. I love like almost a lot of them, like that Gothic era um, type of yeah. construction, you know, gargoyles old, up top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not like, you know, therapy type stuff <laughs> like that, but you know, exactly. Look, the old yeah. cathedrals and yeah, type stuff yeah. like that. I think that's awesome. Or your, your Gothic style high rises and stuff. You know, so that's kind of why I got into real estate because you're kind of around that. You know, I, I got to learn about a lot of stuff. I'm still interacting with it. So yeah. that would be something that I would have always thought to be cool. Yeah. And a good thought for everyone, you and our entire community here is what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? I would fly. <laughs> okay. Realistic things. You can fly. Go get a plane ticket. Gas is a little high, but what would you do? If you knew you couldn't fail as far as a career or even take it to the next step, like major league baseball, stuff like that. Obviously you can say, I want to be the starting shortstop for the New York Yankees. But when, when we talk about what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail, there are people out there that have amazing paintings and they don't showcase them at all. And they don't try to monetize it. And they are working a nine to five for the state and they're not happy. It's like, if that woman or that man was told you can't fail. All right, Mrs. Smith, you can't fail. What are you going to do? Then she goes, well, I do art all day long because I'd love Monday morning. I'd wake up, have my coffee, and then I do art, right? So everyone out there, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? That's a good one. So to everyone that's joined us today, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody, if you can, go to the Facebook page. I like Jules's idea. If you just leave us a comment on something that if you couldn't fail, what would it be that you would be doing today? Yeah. You know, so with that being said, thank you everybody for joining us today. We hope you have a great Thursday. Crush the rest of the week. Have an absolutely amazing weekend. Most importantly, don't forget, 
Make sure you pass that Monday and Friday test and amplify yourself, baby. 